y'all. Welcome to Date Card Pod. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danica. And we're and both we're sick. Both sick. <laughs> Very sick. <laughs> um, is this how we start podcasts? I can't it, remember. I don't know. We we already did this once and we had to do it again because I was fidgeting so hard that it was like distracting to everyone oh in my, my life. Um, and somehow this round was more rough than the first one was. Um, I mean, this is just the way it's going to have to be. I feel yeah. like I'm writing a high on like multiple levels of cough syrup and yeah. like, cold medicine and whiskey. And yeah. I keep looking like in front of me, which is not a Danica, imagining there's somebody there and I feel <laughs> weird about it. And now yeah. I have to address it so I can just feel better about myself. Yeah, this is our uh, second recording separate from each other. It still feels very alien, very foreign. I'm also high on like Robitussin and like NyQuil. It's like a really like fun, sexy look for me. I'm going to have some night terrors later, I think. Like, yeah. That's gonna be so good. Oh, I'm like, I'm like sweating for some reason because yeah. like, even though I haven't moved for like hours. Oh man, but that's the thing, y'all. Like Bachelor, Bachelor Nation waits for fucking nobody. If you're no sick, rest. they don't give a fuck. Mm-mm. They don't give a fuck. They'll give you three hours of content you didn't necessarily ask for. Mm-hmm. It's like just here, fucking take it all, bitch. And I did take all of it. We all did last night. We all did the the amazing, I don't even know, like a service, pledge, sacrifice. I watched Something. three hours. What is it called when you go to a sorority and they, oh, hazing. Last mm-hmm. night was major hazing. And a lot of it was really unnecessary, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if I want to join this sorority. but <laughs> Here we are. Here Two we of us. Are. Oh, Jesus. Well, but anyway, we do apologize for our raspy voices or you're welcome. You're welcome. If, that's, if that's your thing. Um, again, I think, I don't know if Tanika said in the first one or the second one, you're not going to be able to tell the difference between us still because we mm-hmm. both sound the same. Yeah. But, uh, our matching is getting a little bit uh, excessive. It's like a Mary Kate and Ashley movie, but for sick alcoholics. <laughs> Which I... <laughs> Do not see the difference anyway. Yeah, um, that's true. Fair. <laughs> oh, that's so great. So the thing is, last night was super fun, even though we both were pretty sick during it. Um, we got together and we watched it with our crew. We had Curtis and Justin and Andrew, and we all dressed up um, kind of like as our limo entrance looks. And uh, it was really fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was probably the best part of it. The rest of it was just... Just on and on and on. Mm-hmm. I, I hate I hate the first episode. Yeah. Always of every season. Yeah. It is kind of nice though, like getting back into the routine with podcasting because we don't have to be that interesting because the first episode is not interesting. So we can just get all of our shitty, shitty jokes out now mm-hmm. and then hope that people stick around for long enough for us and for the season to be interesting that's um, all we could really hope for i mean just like please stick around we are more more interesting um but we're, we're working with the content that we're being given right now which is just a bunch of women with like very ugly dresses talking about windmills and airplanes yeah and i i feel like i'm talking about like a toddler's like pageant you know mm-hmm. but <laughs> they're like i like airplanes mm-hmm Great, Susan. No one cares. 
But except all like the the names have gradually evolved as the people have gotten younger. Like we're graduating from Lauren's, we're graduating from Becca's, and now we're on to like straight up only Hannah's. Hannah's only. Um, <laughs> Hannah's and pageant contestants only. Oh my god, it's so true. <laughs> all right, well, let's get into this messy, messy shit. We're gonna yeah. talk for a little bit about limo exits. I don't think either of us want to spend a whole lot of time on it, but there was some like funny and cute shit. We're going to start mm-hmm. with, is it Aaliyah? Aaliyah? Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Yeah. Something. Who is my favorite person in the world? Because um, y- your dress that you wore last mm-hmm. night matched her dress and both of your titties were on fire. It was amazing. Oh, it's amazing. You should look at my Instagram if you get a chance, y'all. My tits were huge for some reason. Yeah, it was really, big. yeah, it was really like a who wore it better moment, and you know, Jenna won, obviously. Mm-hmm. But thank you. Um, it was a cute try, Aaliyah. Yeah, nice try, honey. And she she brought a grandma's note, um, a note from her grandmother, and I was like. We had a good, we had a good chuckle at that. Definitely, like how the rest of our grandmothers probably would have written that note. Yeah. Mine would have been like, um, "Peter, Jenna's nice, but don't lend her any money." <laughs> so, oh my god! Oh, so and funny. I was talking about how my grandma would be like. She would say like two complimentary things about me, and then she would go on with the rest of her newsletter, which is just like, grandpa's unwell. Here are all the chronic health conditions that he has right now. And I'm going to spend the next two pages telling you about that. By the way, Merry Christmas, (laughs) Uh, which is exactly what the Christmas newsletter was like. And like, yeah, I'm in a family that sends newsletters. Like what the fuck? Like we grew up in poverty and all of a sudden y'all just like finally bought a house in your fucking 70s and you think we're middle class now like shut the fuck up you're all still poor we don't get a newsletter yet this is very funny i i I forgot about newsletters that was like a thing that i think my ex's like family did and i'm getting topless by the way oh no but i i I, I moved the camera so that you don't have to see my tits um well that's extremely rude Oh, Jenna's coughing, laughing. Hard to say. I think she muted herself, which means I have to keep talking by myself, and that's just dangerous territory. Uh, so back to Aaliyah's grandma's note. Uh, it was also funny because she, like, addressed him not as Peter, but she just said, Dear Bachelor, which I thought was really great. Um, come to find out both of their grandparents' names are Rose, um, which is unreal, And then I like went, I watched it again today and I was like getting really meta about it because I was just like, holy shit, it's Rose. Oh, (gasps) like a Rose. Like we're watching The Bachelor and both of their names are Rose. My brain went to maybe the grandmothers were Rose from the Titanic. Yeah. Heart of the ocean. (laughs) And I am dumb as fuck anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on. Um. And then, uh, so we have, like, Hannah Ann, who is friends with Hannah G. Is that right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, They look exactly mm -hmm. the same to me. They have, like, the same, like, little, like, button, like, who knows thing going on. It's amazing. Yeah, they literally look like 
like Hannah G is Barbie and Hannah Ann is Skipper or like Teresa or something like Teresa. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, she like ended up, Oh, this is later, but like she ended up painting him a picture with her dad. Cause she's like obsessed with her family. And so her dad and her painted a picture of the smoky mountains and she like turned it around and showed it to him. And I was just like, what is up with all these pussy flowers? Yeah. Like literally, I bet she just like dipped her little vagina in there and just like sat several times on like, it's a perfect pussy. Perfect it's pink pussy. Pretty impressive, to be honest, um, because they were like kind of small and they were just like, there was like probably 30 of them along the bottom of the painting. Mm-hmm. But like you, if you did not see those as vulvas, then you uh, were not wearing glasses. No. Because those things were vulva through and through. Yeah. And Peter fucking loved it. And I yeah. mean, I guess I don't blame him, but mm-hmm. it was very funny. And yeah, she's she looks exactly like Hannah G and she's like an Instagram model and you know, she's going to go far. She's going to go far. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, kind of annoyed by it because almost I just feel like she was created in a lab to be the perfect like, Bachelor contestant. Right. And that's why it's in the same way that Hannah was. I, I didn't really love Hannah in Colton's season either. Didn't dislike her, but I was just like, eh, this is yeah. not, this is just, like, what are you doing here? Yeah, I mean, it's I guess so, I know like, why. it's formulaic in a way that's, like, really annoying mm-hmm. because it's, it's just like how many just like, oh, I love my family. I've had no problems except for these like really weird superficial problems that everybody deals with. And also I'm beautiful and my eyes are too big for my body. And <laughs> they're so big. <laughs> they're enormous. And that's not even the biggest set of eyes that's on this season. Are you fucking ki- like, are you joking my ass? There's some wild eyeballs this season. Two we'll specifically talk- that I'm thinking of. <laughs> we'll talk about the eyes later. That was like the best moment for me last night. Oh my um, God, so I want to talk about Lauren, who mm-hmm. had the beautiful jumpsuit. All I, that's all I have to say about her. That jumpsuit was fucking killer. Yeah. I want it. I could not pull it off, mm-hmm. um, but it was gorgeous. It was fucking gorgeous. Oh, wow. Um, then, mm-hmm. like in between that, there was a lot of white people dancing with Peter in a way that made me want to lay down. I was really confused Um, by that because, like, I don't remember Peter being somebody who, like, danced a bunch in his season with Hannah, like, so that this would be something that people would want to do. If anything, Tyler, I feel like, was, like, the dancing kind of guy of the season. Yeah. And it was very awkward. They wanted to dance with him all the time, and they were really bad at it. Mm -hmm. Um, It hurt my eyes it offended my soul and i'm just like why why we could have cut all of this yeah it wasn't necessarily i I just like i think i was talking to you guys about it last night like if someone came up to me like out of the blue that i had met for the first time and was like maybe interested in seeing and they were like dance with me i'd be like fucking kill me no i like i'm not a dancer I, I don't like I just like especially with people I don't know like I'm not like what I don't know what to do with my arms or legs or hands or butt I think at one point he does a move with one of the women and like pulls her around and does like a little flip and then I saw somebody joking online that Blake was probably jealous because like, he yeah because <laughs> <laughs> remember Blake uh that was your move my dude yeah. uh oh. speaking of Blake let's just get it over with real quick um 
apparently homeboy got punched in the face really badly over the weekend. <laughs> um, I, I hate to be the bearer already. of no, I hate to be the bearer of that news to any of our Blake fans. Um, I'm not sure why you're listening, but um, well, none of you. Yeah, because we were not the biggest Blakey fans. Um, he doesn't deserve to be punched in the face, I guess. Um, but debatable, yeah, debatable. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, he did get punched like so hard that he might have to get surgery, which is like that's pretty horrible. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyway, if anyone has any hot tips on who this guy is, I want to get send him a Venmo and thank him. So uh, we'll move on. Uh, to the next <laughs> topic. Um. So after like all of the dancing and like secondhand embarrassment, the next feeling I had was just boob jealousy. Uh, these women have like anti-gravity titties so far this season. I don't get it. Like, I don't care if they're contouring. Like, I don't know if they're using like that titty tape. Like, (laughs) my boobs are small and like generally like pretty perky. And they were, they just like got more deflated over the night, just like out of jealousy. Um, it was inspiring and upsetting so i have that's my new year's resolution i just like want a fatter ass and i want my boobs to just um like maybe if i'm less depressed my boobs will just go "Uh, uh, uh, uh," like without a bra yeah maybe maybe scientists of podcasting is this how it works i cure my (laughs) depression will my titties get bigger and uh, higher i don't know apparently i'm very happy then because i have a lot of (laughs) Um, and that's yes, not ma'am. true because I want to kill myself all the time. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> there was just, there was a lot of good boobs and there were a lot of good eyebrows this so far. Um, the name of the game was definitely thick, yeah, thick they're very eyebrows, thick. but I love it. I hate the thin ones. So good for them. Everyone got their, their eyebrows on check before they came to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently they also are following the super, super popular trend of cold shoulder dresses again. Um, I'm hating it. I don't like that Ross Dress for Less has made its way back to Bachelor. I was, or like Raven has done something really, really bad to this community. Like, I feel like her summer, like flowy shoulder less things were fine. And then she was like, what if we did one shoulder? And I'm just like, I'm not on board anymore. No, why? Why is it? No, we don't need to do this to culture right now. I don't like it. She really just wants to like prove a point, something that she like that she can make it out of that small town or whatever. They're all from Alabama. All these women from Alabama just they have such an axe to fucking bury. And I'm like, nobody asked you to no. like sell gray suede, you know, <laughs> cheap Forever Twenty One inspired yeah. clothing to women who don't like, even fit in it, you know, and I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm a plus size woman. I'm just saying like, they don't they can't even fit in this clothing, you know? And like your demographic is like middle America. Mm-hmm. I don't know about it's that. It's weird though, because like, I'm like, I'm a very small person. Like I know that I'm thin, but even in like shit like that, I'm like a size 16. <laughs> And I'm not like, getting like an H and M at like Forever Twenty One like fast fashion stuff. Like I'm just like I, I'm not saying this to be like braggy or anything because it's it's dumb. It's just how small I'm. Just small. Yeah, like, I am one of the smallest people I know. And like when I go into those stores, I have to buy the largest sizes. And I'm just like, what adult woman are you like trying to like get to fit into these clothes? Because like 
I am literally just bones and hair. Like, I do not I, understand it. I don't get <sighs> it either. Well, but like speaking know- of like all these Alabama girls, mm-hmm. we were talking about this last night and we were just like trying to figure out how the fuck everyone on every season is from like either Alabama or like Dallas, Texas mm-hmm. only. And like, I think our official consensus is that there must be some sort of like weird, like military draft for women in Alabama, of which there are six that age up to 21 every year. Um, or like some sort of like weird visa where like the only way you can exit the state of Alabama is if you make it onto the bachelor and then you can only move to Los Angeles, Nashville, or New York. Mm-hmm. And I'm I mean- so sorry to the six 21 year olds in Alabama. I wish you the best of luck next season. Like, you might make the draft. Who knows? It's so wild. It feels very, like, Hunger Games, you know? Like, oh, yeah. I'm tears tribute yeah. to get my um, family disappointed of, of me on TV. Please. No, seriously. And, like, if you don't make it, you're just, like, murdered immediately on the spot. <laughs> it's so brutal i don't think people realize how brutal it is but only in alabama only in alabama yeah but like seriously like seriously like why like why is there such like a that's how you can tell that this show is like extremely middle america it's like the electoral college like there should be way more people from california a lot of people from like the west coast i feel like there was like vermont or like for a while there was like a couple seasons where i like really thought like they all just came from california especially the bachelor seasons like all the women came from santa clara and like bel-air and all these areas and then i think they've tried to quote unquote make it more real and have less like influencers in a sense but it's like yeah, but the, but these people because because of the draft from Alabama, they're going to be influencers <laughs> anyway, y'all. Like, what are you no, doing? It, like, it seriously feels like the electoral college, where like somehow Alabama gets six contestants, but Oregon gets one, and this is why Hillary Clinton lost the election. Yeah, um, and that's the thing is like a couple people from the Northwest have won over time. Uh, Desiree's husband is from uh, Oregon, and then Chris Lowe, uh, Chris Lowe, uh, Catherine, she's from Seattle. Like, people from that area can do really good, and they should give us more representation, but they yeah. don't, and they're dumb for it. Fucking I think that dumb. there was one person that was from Portland that got eliminated last night. Yeah. yeah. And then they're, the only other person that I can remember in recent memory that was from this area was Julia, who is an embarrassment. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've, ne- I've never liked Julia. And then, like, when I lived in Idaho, fucking Josh... Oh, uh, lived in Cuna, which Whoa. is like really close to where I grew up. And I was okay. just, he, he was the guy that was like, um, when he was on paradise, he dated Tenley oh, and yeah. she broke up with him at the end and she was crying and she was like, but why do you have to live in Idaho? And I was just like, bitch, that's right. And then I moved immediately. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. I'm find a spouse here. This is ridiculous. That's hilarious. Why do you have to live in Idaho? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I remember like when they had uh, Chris Souls on, you know, and all the women mm-hmm. were just, just like trying to fake it, looking dead at the camera like, yeah, I, I don't 
mind living in Iowa? No, it's yeah. great. You're and like, not even like a cool part of Iowa. Just like literally there are 40 people that live in that town and all of them are 80 except for Chris Souls, And he's about to murder somebody on accident. Oh boy. Tragic. <laughs> Tragic. Project. Oh man, you gotta love it. Okay, so um Oh, I, back to it. After oh, boob yeah. jealousy, we have 400 flight attendants that all think they're unique. Um Eunice comes on and she's like, I know Peter's gonna be meeting a ton of women and it's gonna be hard to remember who's who, but I'm gonna stand out because I'm a flight attendant. I'm different. And then there's like like cut to three more flight attendants in a row that don't even get like named basically. Fun Madison fact. comes in on a fake. Oh, sorry. What? No, fun fact. All of them went home last night. All the flight attendants. Yeah. I did their little research. He sent all the flight attendants home, which is He's like, just like, wild. I don't want to date my mom. That's wild. Yeah. He's like but- anti-Freud right now. Which is kind of strange. Like, Peter screams somebody who has, like, mommy issues to me, but... Oh, totally. Whatever. I would have mommy issues. His mom's amazing. Oh, yeah, she's great. Yeah, (laughs) please. I mean, I have daddy issues for his dad, specifically. Not even my own dad. Oh, my Um, God, for real. Yeah. But, yeah, Madison, she came in on a paper airplane, and that was fucking cute as fuck. Come on. That was so adorable. I loved it. Probably the Um, only, like, really appropriate, like... Okay, that one and the barf bag... I enjoyed those two gimmicks, but then, like, the rest of them were kind of, oof. Yeah, Tammy came in, and she was like, I detect that there's, like, a large package in front of the mansion. And I laughed, and then I was like, that's fucking wild. And she continued to be, like, wild the whole night, but she's just like, I get the sense that Peter, like, wants somebody that's, like, bold or whatever. So I feel like she was just, like, acting. So I'm curious to see how she, like, if she mellows out during the season or if she's just like trying to be something, I don't really, I don't really get that like kind of logic where they're just like, I think this is what this person wants. So I'm going to be this person. Like, yeah, it's hard to say. It's, I mean, there's so much like societal pressure put on women who, people who are kind of like these women, you know? Um, Again, I think if you haven't listened to the podcast, we talk shit about some of these women, but like, we have empathy for them. A lot of them were raised in like really strict gender norms, heterosexuality like norms, and have lived with like toxic masculinity their whole fucking life. And so they are kind of like these basic type of Bettys. And they come on and they think, oh, I'm not like the other girls. Because mm-hmm. if I say this, I'm not like the other girls. And yes, I don't like those types of not all women type of, you know, but like, but I have empathy for them and I know it's coming from a place that's like, you know, hardwired. And so I don't hate them for it, but it's yeah. hard to watch. It's hard to watch sometimes. Cause you're like, Oh man, love yourself. <laughs> yeah. Love like, yourself. You don't need this. You don't need to like, I mean, yeah, I'm a crass woman. I'm a crass comic myself, but you know, for, for example, Victoria F I believe does the whole, like, I have a really dry sense of humor and that's the only thing that's dry about me. And like, she got a bunch of guff about that, but like, I mean, I'm a pretty crass person. I probably would have said a line like that. But she clearly doesn't talk like that normally because yeah. she could not deliver the line. And yeah. it was, like, painful. And like, I'm like, oh, you're just trying really hard. Right. She was embarrassed to say it. And then, like, you could tell she felt weird about it because she brought it up later. And, I mean, maybe we... we'll get to that later, I think. I think that was maybe the funniest moment of the night. I think it's also funny because we are not a fan of Victoria F in this moment. 
mm-hmm. or, or ever okay. uh, for that matter. Um, but yeah, she, it's like she came in like trying to exude like Caitlin Bristow energy. And like, if you're not Caitlin Bristow, you have no business doing that. Yeah. Like you have to like own being crass. If you're going to be crass, you can't be just like, Oh shit. Like I fucked this whole thing up. Like she was like, should I leave? Should I leave? Oh, I made a fool of myself. It's like, no, yeah. Either do it or don't do it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Do it or don't do it. Yeah. But there were, there were a lot of like, there was a lot of crass shit last night, which I was like kind of into, but it was, it also just got like really old. Like all the first night, everything gets really old because they know nothing about this person. They know like the one like clickbait thing. So like, uh, Kiara stuffed herself in a suitcase. Deandra came in um, and stole my outfit. Oh my god, my voice just went completely dead. I'm so <laughs> angry with her. Deandra came in uh, wearing the fucking windmill, and I'm sorry. Like I know this was filmed before Halloween, but I did it first. <laughs> yes, we have photo. We have photographic proof. Who wore it better? Definitely it her, but. I crafted it and I know she did it. <laughs> we spent like two hours making that windmill costume for you. Oh my God. Uh, check it out on the Instagram if you uh, get a chance, y'all. And double tap and, and um, validate Danica and tell her she Please, looks pretty. I need, I need validation because I look fucking crazy in those pictures and she looks amazing and cool and hot and beautiful and I'm mad okay, that people but- have money and I don't. I will say the reason you look crazy in those photos is because I was, I was taking your photo. I said, Danica, <laughs> I said, make the face of somebody who just had sex four times. And you made the face of somebody who had sex four times, which was terrifying. It was, basically. It was just cringy. I was just like, ow, <laughs> my pussy hurts. We should have stopped after one and a half. Don't you go to sleep? Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, she came in and she said, are you ready for round five? And I was like, oh my God, your confidence. I stand you even though you copied me. Kylie comes in with a roll of condoms. Um, Katrina comes in and she is just like, she, oh my God, this line was actually like pretty perfect. It made me even uncomfortable. She was like, you're going to fall in love with my hairless pussy cat. And then she pulls out this picture and I was like, oh, you. And the fact oh, that they yeah. allowed her to say pussy on ABC is... I know. I really thought they would have bleeped it, but they yeah. didn't. Good for them. I mean, we're really making progress, you know? We, <laughs> we had a bisexual last year. We're talking about pussy this year. Oh, I think yes. can't even wait until next season when we talk about... Uh, pegging? Maybe? Pegging. Pegging? Yeah. Let's uh, put it on the light. Yeah. Put it on the, uh, the mood board, please. Pegging. Yeah. Put it in the universe, Bachelor Nation, 2021. We're going to talk about pegging. God, I would love it if that happened. (laughs) I know. It's time. We're ready. Maybe we'll see it in Bachelor Live. I feel like Bachelor Live Portland is going to get pretty freaky. Oh, yeah. If you guys don't remember, um, we're going to go to the Bachelor Live on stage in March. And uh, it's going to be a disaster. And we're going to see Ben Higgins and I think Becca and... um, we're really excited about it. I feel like we might record an episode live within the the theater and just be those bitches, and it's going to be amazing. Right, we're going to be the bitches that get kicked out in fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. we have our phones out. Yeah. I also, uh, Jenna, um, despite me being partnered, 
um, started filling out an application for me in front of my partner last night. And she was like, Danica, what is your biggest relationship pet peeve? And I was like, I don't like when people talk over me. And Andrew was just like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't think he talked for the rest of the evening. It was really yeah. great. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really glad that we uh, helped establish those boundaries. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. God. This is great. We um, have to get, so we have just, to get to the end of this rose yeah, ceremony. Just to finish up very quickly. A person named Jenna, yeah, unrelated, walked in with an emotional support cow and said it was a joke, didn't explain the joke, and also it wasn't a joke. I don't yeah. understand. Tammy, however, was fascinated when Jenna walked in and just kept saying, it's a pony. And everyone was just like, no, it's a fucking cow, you absolute monster. Like, what are you? I was obsessed. I was obsessed. I think oh wait! Right. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh my God, there's more. There's, oh, there's two more, and then then a big reveal. I'm sorry, I'm going quickly. Ooh. Savannah, um, did what Andrew and I like to refer to as the Southern Curse. Mm-hmm. If you've seen Jason Mesnick's season, we refer to it as the Southern Curse because Stephanie, who was like the mom from that season, um, did this thing where she would like she like made him close his eyes. She kissed his left cheek, said something really, really just like cringy cute. Like you shouldn't be talking to people that you just met like this. She kissed his right cheek. She said something really gooey. She kissed his forehead, said something really gooey and then kissed his mouth. And like, we were just like, okay, she put a curse on him for sure. And Savannah did the same exact fucking thing. Like, just like but blindfolded him and then like kissed him without permission she was like i'm just trying to be bold and i was thinking about it and i was just like i hate when people do the comparison about like well if a guy did that like it would be but like really if a guy did that i would freak the fuck out it's it's not okay yeah 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 yeah. like i think was it even god bless her like um demi was kind of pushing the line when she did that stuff to colton during his season i was like this is not you still have to get consent from people anyway. Oh God. But you know, um, now he's cursed. So yeah, she's going to be around for, I don't even know if she went home or not. Actually, I didn't pay attention. Yeah. Um, and then the last person that I want to talk about is Kelly. Yes. Kelly Metzger. I, I love this actually. I, this feels like kismet to me. I like it a lot. Yeah. Kelly met Peter a month before. Um, I assume that she had already like applied yeah, and was like given an offer, but didn't know if she was going to take it and was just like waiting for a sign to see if she should go or not. And then she was at a hotel for what, like a wedding? Oh, a wedding. Or yeah, it was a wedding. And then and Peter then was he at was the same there at his reunion. And you can tell that he was just like kind of like smitten with her. He was so excited to see her. And like later on they like meet up and he's like, I have not stopped thinking about you since like the day that we met. And I'm just like, Oh my God, I like love this. I love this. It feels very different than like some of the other times where people have met before the season. Like when Caitlin brought Nick on, like, Oh man. I know the women so feel like pretty differently about it, but it, this feels just like cute. Yeah. And like, he was hoping she would come didn't know if she was going to be there or not. And they're, they both just seem like really excited. Also, she has like the dopest cheekbones I've ever seen before. 
they're, she's so pretty. She seems very lovely. She's very and then um, the last thing is that Hannah B comes out of the limo and they have this moment. And um, I wanted to cry about this also because you can tell that they are not over each other. As, and like, it's at the beginning of the episode, Chris asks, Peter, like, are you over that heartbreak? Are you over Hannah? And Peter's like, I am, I am. I wouldn't be here if I wasn't over Hannah. Like, I'm just, like, really excited to, like, meet all these women and do this. He doesn't know she's going to be there, allegedly. And then she comes out. And then it's, like, this, like, sort of, like, classic, like, Hannah B, like, nervous thing. Like, where she's not in control of a situation. She kind of clams up and she just gets really nervous and, like, honest and, like, a really sweet way that's uncomfortable to watch and he also has this like nervous energy around her but the way that they look at each other like you know like the sparkle eye that yeah, they get I don't know if so they like produce real. I don't know like what that is but like Ooh. Hannah had like sparkly eyes the whole time and he did too there was probably music behind it too that was like yeah. uh, you know romantic or whatever and like adding to it and she just like smiles so big when like she's like genuinely excited to see somebody like she basically closes her eyes from the smile and just like and like her her head and she like like, both sets of teeth too it's like yeah 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 it was so cute and so exciting and i i felt feelings about it i don't know if it's gonna be anything i doubt it's gonna be anything um the girls inside are all screaming. Um, somebody screamed, is that legal? And that would be me in the house. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. Um, and then Hannah um, gives, oh, my God, this, like, this is going to wreck me. I can't even talk about it now. Oh. Hannah. Yeah. So, like, on Peter's first night in the house, he, like, gave Hannah little airplane, like, I think they're, like, cufflinks or, like, a pin or something. And, um, so she like brought them back as like a special gift to him. And so cute. So he can like find his co-pilot and like continue on the, like the journey. And like, she didn't want to necessarily hold on to it. I think in like some ways I feel like that's kind of sweet. Cause you're like, if I still have them, then there's like still a connection between us. And maybe we needed to like really let go of that connection. And here you go. So you can really like go on and find your Mm -hmm. girl. But like, Ooh, didn't really work though because I think just Mm-mm. seeing him really fucked with her yeah and like at this point Hannah's on like dancing with the stars she's like physically emotionally mentally exhausted like flying around to do like ABC things all over the place yeah and like I'm sure Peter is also exhausted and honestly like two months in between like a relationship like that yeah is pretty wild Especially when you, like, you really thought you were going to potentially win, too, you know? Or, like, win's the wrong word. Um, or the right one. Uh, but, you know, like, mm-hmm. he really thought he had something and that he might go all the way. So, for him to go home at number three, you know, um, mm-hmm. it's really hard. I can imagine, like, that you always see that every year. They're just like, but why? But genuinely, why? What changed? And, like, they can never give a good answer, you know? And yeah. it's like, that must really stay with people for a while, like wait, why though? Like we had sex literally like a week ago. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. we, ah, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. It's hard. 
And especially when that's been made like a thing that's like, oh, like empowerment to Hannah. I fucked this guy four times and I also sent him home. <laughs> like it's just it's just like a little it's a I feel for both of them. Yes. I can imagine this is all very, very hard. Can um, we talk about the four times the windmill thing just really quick? I have thoughts on this. Okay. They're not great thoughts, and I'm probably going to get hate mail for it. But, okay, great. Sure. Okay, don't at me. I've already gotten enough hate. Yeah, you can at Jenna. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Is this really a brag? Because, like, I've been with guys who I've had sex with a lot of times in one night, and it's usually because they didn't last very long each time. And, or there was something that was going wrong, and, or I didn't come from the first two times, so we did it again and again. So, I'm sorry. I just think it's, like, weird that everyone's, like, losing their fucking minds over this, like, amazing four times when, like, in reality, there was probably a reason for it that isn't that great. Okay, or, and that was my thesis. Well, I mean, like, I think a lot of... I will say this about a lot of Bachelor Nation. Um... I think when they're thinking about having sex four times, it means a dude came four times, and that means nothing. Yeah. Did yeah. Hannah come four times? Likely no. Um, or, like, was it just, like, we, like, messed around a couple of times and then had penetrative – like, what is sex? Yes. And, like – yes. That's like sex thing. can be so many things, and so sure. I think when most people are in the in the bachelor community are thinking about it, they're just like, "Oh, dude, got hard four times in like twelve hours. That's fucking crazy." But it's probably just like, no, they just probably like did a lot of cool, sexy stuff. That's fine. Which I'm hoping is the case, and I love that. Like the person that I'm having sex with right now, like we have sex a lot in one session, but it's definitely not all just like penetrative sex I, mm-hmm. by any means. I would definitely consider the different types of sex that we're having as like all intercourse in their way. Well, not intercourse, I guess just outer course, whatever the case may be. So yeah, I mean, I can only hope that's the case, but I just, I wonder, you know, I just wonder. Mm -hmm. So I think the assumption that Peter's some like fucking, you know, I don't even know what you would call somebody like that. (sighs) Just seems, just seems a little chatty, a little bit, a little bit like a Chad move to me. So the jury's still out for me on whether that's that fucking yeah. good. And also, it's going to be so fucking hard when he does get to, like, uh, pun intended, when he gets to Fantasy Suites and everyone's just going <laughs> to make such a big deal about it. And I'm just, like, not looking forward to that. But. I mean, the thing is, like, they're already, like, these women are already making a big deal about everything. <sighs> like, kissing, like, talking to Hannah. Like, I'm just, I'm almost not looking forward to like all the weird like sexual jealousy because like it's such a contrast to Colton's season because uh-huh. Colton was the last bachelor right yeah so like Colton was like hyper virgin and this man is apparently just like hypersexual like this is such a it's like a 180 from yeah. what we saw last season the jokes are literally the exact opposite so like yeah I'm not looking forward to it. I am a little scared. I am, I'm like worried for these women because I do think they've put him on such a high pedestal. And I think if there's like women that he chooses not to have sex with or whatever, it's going to destroy these people's confidence. And I really don't like mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah. But what are you going to do? 
what are you fucking gonna do yeah i guess i didn't even think about that because like what i think nick vial talked about it one time and he was like i yeah i only like slept with like one or two people or something in fantasy sweeps and like a lot of it is just getting to know people but like now that everybody knows that he absolutely fucks like that's got i mean like i would feel weird about that too oh yeah no it's hard i mean it's hard not to i mean i yeah exactly that's the thing that we all need to work on i think about our own validation and being our own person and not you know requiring physical intimacy to make us a whole person but that's for another podcast right right but i think like this scenario is different because it's competition yeah almost yeah so like your value is especially because you're like secluded for so long and like you know your value is based on your connection with this person and so like if it gets down to fantasy sweet time and he's chosen to not sleep with you and you know that this dude fucks like that would devastate me honestly like i know and like it's not like he's like required to sleep with anybody obviously like dude has agency as fuck but like that's just like that would make me feel so insecure yeah it's really it's really kind of a fucked up thing when you really boil it down why are we watching this show i don't know again you and i just need to go like write a dissertation we have enough material it's so can we just turn in our podcast i like think about this stuff so much too and i think about all the layers and like like i guess again i I don't i don't blame any of these women for their actions you know it's it's just so painful but it's also i can't look away (laughs) can't look away and this is why i feel like i have to be a part of it like i want to know what it's like i want to come back with evidence yeah yeah i really it really i mean it gives me a lot of perspective on my own life and my own choices and my own journey so i mean gosh these these women have to suffer for our own you know mental health i guess oh lord have mercy Thank you for your service but i am feeling troops. i am feeling like our mental health is waning though because this three-hour fucking show destroyed me yeah because it's a three-hour show we've only just gotten through the fucking limo exits and there's three more things to go okay we're gonna wrap this up the person who got the first impression rose was fucking hannah ann of course yeah whatever i don't well she's gonna be in top four i'm calling it um yeah so we have a group date the next day okay i'll just do real quick i did do i did wrote down the eliminations if anyone really cares um we lost Avalé, Avalane, Jenna. No, it reminds with Heavenly, remember? Oh, yeah, thank you. Avonly. Avonly, Jenna, Eunice, Jade, Katrina, Kylie, Marissa, and Megan. Marissa had the really amazing rack and a really good, like, job and, like, a life. So hopefully we'll see her at BIP. I feel like she's a night one BIP girl. So we'll go with that. So we, um, I guess, really true, the last thing I want to say about the the rose ceremony in the first night was that we all know that the 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 first night goes on for like 20 hours and usually when they leave in the morning it's daylight we've been seeing the daylight more often when like the people actually leave the mansion but last night they made a producer's choice to fucking open the blinds behind the women so we could see the daylight while peter was calling their names and it fucked with me in a way that just like as somebody who's watched this show for like 10 years i was like what are they i don't I don't know if I love it or hate it, but it fucked with me. 
Like, no, it it's seriously like such a wild thing because you know these women are preparing the whole entire day before to get ready to go at night, and then as soon as they get there, they start drinking, and then they are pulled out for the next like ten to twelve hours, just like drinking, having interviews, meeting people. Like it just sounds like an honest to god like anxiety train wreck nightmare like no wonder some people come off as fucking crazy they're like sleep deprived they are anxious as hell they like like what the fuck are they supposed to do this is a this is nightmare fuel it's terrible it's terrible uh but anyway it was definitely funny and i really liked i, I think I, I think i liked it i think that they like i liked that they showed us the light but it was just what a trip a fucking trip okay so group dates we had two group dates and one one-on-one already in the first fucking night oh my god i swear to god the show they're gonna kill me um they had hannah ann kelly deandra tammy courtney cheyenne uh cheyenne victoria cheyenne Cheyenne, victoria p jasmine and victoria f um and yeah, um, you made it out here. It says Peter is only allowed to wear leather jackets this entire season, and so far, <laughs> that is they are abiding by that rule. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks so daddy in them, and I love it. Mm-hmm. I am here for it. He is hot. Yeah. Okay, we we yeah, we've accepted that Peter is hot. Like we we are gradually getting over our Mike is not the Bachelor drama. Yeah. Um, slowly with therapy and meditation and um alone time well the support of my friends and family yeah 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 oh god bless um so they basically do they immediately go right into having like an airplane date again and um which makes sense like just get it out of the way and he has them go to like a uh an airport hangar area and they they bring up these two fucking boss ass ladies um and like i guess they go to like aviation school which is like i mean fuck the biggest eye roll of this fucking season these women are not capable of going to aviation school in two hours no but like aviation school is apparently just like trivia night um <laughs> in which case i would still flunk out of aviation school oh, oh, yeah, i didn't for fucking sure. know anything for sure that um, you, you got the first answer they did like they I, did a math question and the answer was like six and you actually said six and i was like whoa i didn't even know that i was right though i felt really insecure when i said it yeah i have i still don't have any idea how you would have gotten that answer anyway um <laughs> It's called division, baby. Yeah, I don't really want to like do a ton about this, but we do want to talk about Victoria P. She's this beautiful blonde woman who's not Victoria F, who we do not like. We'll get into that later. Victoria um, P looks like Crystal and Demi had oh, a baby. Oh, gorgeous! Yes, I love this. Yeah. Oh, she's gorgeous, and she's she beautiful. had um, her trauma or whatever. So I guess they were, they're going to do this like. Um, thing that you strap yourself into and you flip around upside down and you spin around, which I mean, does look terrible. Like I would vomit. We all agreed yeah. last night. We would all vomit. This is unfair. Um, but before Victoria is like actually genuinely going to vomit because she has pretty severe like motion sickness issues. And then she went as far as to tell us she has a trauma from her childhood from the teacup ride at Disneyland. And that's just like I major. Do- Annalise a vibes. literal 
direct literally you guys remember from like Ari's I think it was Ari's season right where Annalise was just like I'm afraid of dogs and they did this like weird like glowy filter over just like some dogs barking and Annalise was just weeping and it was like before we knew that Annalise was a complete fucking asshole piece of trash uh not an Annalise fan sorry uh haters come at me I guess but there are none of you um because we all agree that Annalise is whiny garbage um but it was like the same kind of thing where it just looks like like you see the teacup spinning and then it goes like hazy and like sort of like melty looking there's like a, a and child then, they just like this child you can't see the face of is all of a sudden in the teacups and you're like yeah oh my God. and it sounds like weird like um what are those things like music box music yeah. just like like the ting 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 thing it's going very on creepy and then like direct quote um, she's talking about like riding the teacups and she was like, that was something that really scared me. It was so traumatic, but I've never thrown up in front of a boy before. And I was just like, what? <laughs> Coward. Okay. I've thrown up in front of boys my whole life. <laughs> I've thrown up on a dick multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Have, oh my God. You? Literally. Victoria P doesn't suck dick. No. Cause I don't suck dick either. Oh, okay. Disgusting. Well, fair, 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 fair. <laughs> Well, yeah, basically when you suck dick, you run the risk of vomiting on it. and uh, High risk, low reward. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay, that's the funniest thing. No, my gag reflex is nothing. I, like, I can't do it. It's, like, literally just the tip. And even then, I'm just like, did you wash it? Okay. Sorry, co-workers. I promised I wasn't going to be vile, but oh my god! Well, I think hopefully, I'm, you didn't make it this far. I'm I'm the one that's being real real vile here. Um, but yes. Anyway, <laughs> I also suck dick very well. Get at me. Yeah, I get at Jenna. I don't suck dick well at all. I'm just like, do you like teeth? Because I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That's hilarious. Okay, anyway, so that was really funny. But, um, <laughs> so they do an obstacle course that is, like, low-key dangerous because they make these women, like, do all this shit, jump through these hoops. Like, they climb up, like, a like a the inflatable stairs you would have on an airplane if they were, like, in an And then land in, like, literal vomit. What was that? I mean, Baby was, food? Vomit? Yeah. I don't know. I think it was Victoria's vomit from earlier. And... <laughs> They um they get them in that and as soon as they get out of the vomit, they have to then go onto this like plastic matting and they're going against a huge wind like fans, like massive fans, and they're knocking the women over and it's fucking hilarious. They don't have anything to protect them. They don't have like knee pads, they don't have chin like guards. It is fucking hilarious. And they fall a bunch, and they, like, I was just, oh, I had such a good time watching it, because <laughs> I'm a fucking monster of a person. And, uh, yeah, God. Let's see here. So, ultimately, Kelly, Tammy, and uh, Cheyenne get into, like, the top three of the um, obstacle course. And so they're doing it, and they at one point they have to go into fucking like porta potties and change out of outfits into another outfits, which is also just like horrible. Like what are we doing? What is going on? 
It's horrible. Ridiculous. <laughs> and then, so fucking finally, it's uh, Kelly and Tammy are the last ones that are like, they get out of the bathrooms and they're going to ride these fucking bicycles. And Kelly, like, quote unquote, cheats by just going straight to Peter. I, I was like looking at an article and I was reading about it. And I was like, you know what? I feel like it's so obviously she wasn't like quote unquote cheating. She just saw him and she was like, I'm going to just ride to him. Like, mm-hmm. that's what happens. And he respected that. I mean, I think it feels very clear to me that like producers wanted her to be on this date. Yeah. Because number one, it's going to stir up some shit. Everybody fucking knows that she's met him before. And, like, the way that the date ended up, like, panning out later, there's no fucking way she wasn't going to get that. And, like, it's not, like, it it felt pretty innocent. Like, that course was, like, raggedy, you know? Like, I wouldn't be able to fucking tell either. So it's just, like, yeah. Yeah, it's a classic. Oh, I still I remember, remember when um RA season and they had a competition similar and then like oh they're bowling I think and then Crystal got so mad that he still chose the one team even though like they like cheated or some shit mm-hmm. and, and, or that he had to like he, he oh he made the whole team go to the date instead of just one person and then she got really mad and she went back to the hotel room and called him a pencil dick. <sighs> classic. <laughs> classic. <laughs> Do you ever wonder what Chris's dick looks like? Because if anybody has a pencil dick, like Jacques, or Batman ha- does. Harrison? No, Chris, her husband. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Goose. I'm sorry. You have to call him Goose, or I don't know who you're talking about. No, I mean, I know you think about Chris Harrison's dick. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah, and I was like, that dick is not small. I mean, I'm not going to say it's <clears> huge, but it's definitely not small. No. Um, so basically he goes and he takes Kelly into the air, into the air with, with an airplane. Cause that's how you go into the air. Um, and I am drunk and tired. <laughs> Please excuse me. Um, and they are like the cutest fucking thing and they should just end the show now and get married. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically they, afterwards they all go to this hotel and, uh, which, spoiler alert, the hotel is the same hotel that they met at. <laughs> which is, like, the, uh, it's so cute. Like, I can't handle it. Oh, producers. The producers, what's that, like, quote? Like, the devil works hard, but the bachelor producers work harder. Yeah. Oof. 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 They did it. Why do I feel like Chris Jenner had a hand in this? Like, there's no way. There's no way. Well, I bet you they all work together. They have meetings, like, every fucking month. They're like, how can we mm-hmm. make this all work out? So, anyway, basically, despite having a lot of alone time with him, Kelly still steals him from a couple people, which is, like, a little brutal. But, but like, poor Cheyenne, because this happened the first night. Oh, yeah. Because... Um, Hannah Ann met with Peter three fucking times and like interrupted her one-on-one time with Peter. And then this second time Shan's like trying to talk to Peter and then like Kelly who has already had several hours with him, like goes and interrupts again. And like, you can tell that Cheyenne's like already 
like pretty fragile or like a crier, like not very like aggressive, which is fine. But like the fact that she's the one that's like getting fucked with right now. Yeah. I feel like she's just going to get like a crazy edit. And that makes me sad because she's probably just like really sensitive. And that is like, that's, I would feel really upset about it too. I would, I would agree. I do kind of, yeah, backtrack a little bit. They're like, Really getting your time taken from anyone is horrible. You got so mm-hmm. little time. Mm-hmm. And it's so fucked up. And, and you just it's literally like time. five minutes at a time. Ugh. And then and I have so, that is terrible. So yeah, yeah. I don't I don't really pity anyone that like has to fucking go through that. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, it's pretty it's pretty pretty wild. But like wait, who who does he give the rose to? To Kelly. Oh yeah. Uh, um, which is, you know what? I love it. I am interested to see how, um, her time in the house goes. Yeah. I feel like, I don't feel like she's like a villain, but I think people are going to villainize her because she just like, it's going to be the same thing as like Nick and Caitlin where like he didn't do anything, but he's just like an immediate, like, or like she is an immediate favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I really, so, I, was, I was really bummed about that last night. I was like, oh, I was like screaming to the TV. I was like, don't make her a villain. Why? I like her. No, we <sighs> love her. She's going to make it really far. Like Kelly and Hannah Ann are going to make it for a while. And it sucks because Kelly is going to, Kelly, He, I mean, he says it in the episode. He's like, you're going to have a target on your back. And like she is. And he's um, not helping at all because when he gives her the rose, he's like, "Oh yeah, it was really great to cheers see you to where we met the first spark or whatever." Like, yeah. shut up, Peter! Don't do that, dude. No one else knew, but he knew, and he knew, and he said it. And it's like he's a messy bachelor, and it's gonna be amazing. I said multiple times last night, I was like, "He is not ready for this," and I mean that in the way that, like, he's just like, I don't think he knows what he got himself into. He is not ready for it. Oh boy, he's it's gonna be messy. No, but it's interesting because it, he has sort of like the same energy that Hannah did too. Where like yeah. Hannah was a messy bachelorette, and it made for a really good TV. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I think we can talk about this a little bit more later, but just like some of the ways that like, um, Hannah communicates even now, like really, they bug me, like. Yeah. Like, things are fine and, like, happy-go-lucky until they're not. And she is not good at communicating outside of being, like, very what I would consider to be aggressive. And, like, you might disagree with me. It's just, like, that's not how I would go about handling certain situations. Like, yeah. let's talk about this a little bit later when we get down to yeah. Oh, yeah. this like, part. Because I'm curious to see what you think about it. Um, so um, the next part is the one-on-one date. You you have some good notes about that. Go ahead. Oh, good good notes. Good a whole notes. three bullet points. Uh, he has a one-on-one with Madison. Um, Madison was the person who did the airplane, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, so he invites her to go to his parents' vow renewal. Um, he officiates their vow renewal. Um, they've been together for. 31 years. I adore Peter's family. Yes. They are so fucking cute. Um, the end. They go to a country concert. Uh, 
I don't know who this band is. Um, for some reason, there are five guitars on stage, even though only one guitarist is performing. Um, it's amazing. The, the family, the family comes out, joins them. Madison does like this weird like <laughs> laugh thing with like several members of the family, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, okay. And my only other note is Peter's mom is so fucking cute. I'm going to die. Yeah. She looks like, um, like Sandy at the end of Greece, like with that, like, oh, yeah. she's wearing that like little black top. She's so cute. She's so cute. She's also probably a little drunk from a wonderful day. Oh, I mean, yeah. why not? So adorable. So we go to the second group date and, um, let's see here. Who's on this list? <laughs> we have Lauren, Sydney, Peyton, Natasha, Alexa, Kelly, McKenna, Alea, and Savannah. So many people. Oh my god. I can't wait until like three weeks from now when we finally actually get to know who these people are. It's gonna be amazing. No, oh, for real. Um, so the thing about this date is <laughs> They invited Hannah back again. Um, so Hannah B, quote unquote, put the date together. So producers put the date together and we're just like, Hannah, show up because uh, you're contractually obligated and uh, physically bound to ABC. Yeah, we apparently. Um, and she was basically there's like this like windmill thing in the background. And she says, y'all are going to share a personal story. About-. She like shares her windmill story with Peter and she's like again and again and again and again and again I'm like tell us what the sex was please that's all we want to know is the actual details I I would even look at reddit I would look at reddit to see what kind of sex this was because again there's no way it was penetrative I'm sorry done and it doesn't have to be be. it's not lesser than if it wasn't penetrative I'm just saying like people that's not what happened Um, she says, you all are going to share a personal story about sex. It can be a memorable time or just a fantasy that you may have. (laughs) And you're going to do this in front of a live audience. And she says the the same thing to Peter. She's like, you're going to tell a story too. And they're all just like, Ooh, and then they run off and start telling their story. That is so funny. I'm glad you, you listened to it again today. Cause I had no idea that was like, what was really going on. I was like, drinking or something <laughs> so i can't believe she told that to, like a peter has to save a story too that's so fucked up yeah wow. oh it's... my god well i mean it doesn't have to be the same story like no but, i like, know but like what the fuck up? but it's gonna be weird if he does i feel like in some ways he almost like should tell the windmill story or or i guess it would be weird if he did he should tell a different one like oh my god but my like brain. he either has to open up more or just keep talking about the same sex everyone has been talking about for months. It's hilarious. It sounds like a lose-lose for him, but I'm glad that he has to do it. Because usually the bachelors, like, don't have to embarrass themselves. It's <laughs> so funny. Oh, my God. So, the women are kind of, like, starting to write down their stories, I guess, like, in little groupings. And they, they also start to talk about how they think it's really uh, weird. The Hannah's back again. Why can't she just let it go? This is weird. Blah, blah, blah. And I didn't like it. It's funny, though, because they're all just, like, you can tell they're, like, fangirls of her. Yeah. Like, everybody loves Hannah. 
but they're all they're all very threatened by her because she's still single and like you we all saw their her connection with peter so like they're all feeling i mean like i would probably feel the same way i don't know that i would like talk about it openly on television but like what am i i of course i would yeah of course i'm a fucking nightmare disaster hole um (laughs) but um like it's like five minutes of just like all the women freaking out they're just like trying to think of a sex story and then they're like but wait they had sex four times now i have to think of something that either like tops that sex story or i have to talk about a fantasy and like there have been previews that like one of the people is a virgin so she's just like what the fuck do i like i don't know if she's on this date but like what the fuck do i make up about this yeah it's like it's just like really bad and like it like i mean like i totally get for like women like i talk about sex all the time i you never talk about sex you fucking prude i know i'm such Uh, a prude oh it's so funny um but, but I can imagine, like, how it would be, like, weird for, like, it's not that I'm trying to, like, separate myself from these women, but, like, a lot of them are, like, more conservative yeah. than I than we are, I think. And, like, I can imagine how difficult it might be to, like, talk about this knowing that it'll be televised. Oh, yeah. Oh. Edited in a way that you probably don't like. You have to watch it with your family and your friends and... Like, also just be in front of strangers and stranger Peter and stranger his ex-girlfriend who he fucked four times. Minimum. Um, It's so, it's really, when you break it down like that, it's very uncomfortable. And, like, I even have a hard time. Like, I talk about joke, I joke about sex on stage a lot, but I don't necessarily, like, I don't know, talk about, it's hard. It would be it would be hard for me even to like think of something specific to yeah be broadcast on national television to like mm-hmm. my boss is gonna see this. You know, it's mm-hmm. like not okay. But you know, what are you gonna do? I guess to probably just talk about that time you had a threesome in college, right? I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think especially I think it's especially hard because it's so early in the season. Like you don't really know at this point if it's gonna pay off for you or not. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, how much do I like actually like invest into this? Like, I got lucky and made it past round one, but like, there's no guarantee that this is gonna go anywhere, and my entire family and social circle is going to see it regardless. Yeah, I feel like this is very. I want. We did not see what the women decided to tell on stage because of the next segment, but. I think it's going to be interesting to see how it actually does go played out because yeah. I think of like uh, Luke P, sorry, Puke P of last season. Um, he made the bold move, like in a similar date of like telling Hannah that he like loved her already. And then in cold season, Demi did the whole thing where she talks about a, a time that she wanted to kiss somebody that she liked and then she went and kissed him. And both times were like early in the season and those were big risky moves, but they like, they worked out pretty well for the individuals as far as, you know, their longevity on either airtime yeah. or like yeah yeah so we'll see um so the meat of the whole fucking ordeal is that basically hannah's losing it in her dressing room which don't blame her i i'm losing it right now <laughs> it, um do you want to give some of the background as to like yeah why before we go into like what actually happened yeah so this is like basically two months less than two months after she finishes or like 
I guess the timing would be a little weird as far as like when she actually finished filming her season, but like when her season stopped airing, um, only like two months later, her and Jed broke up like weeks before her finale, um, aired. So in reality, she hasn't been like, you know, single from her broken engagement for very long. She also started doing Dancing with the Stars. She also hooked up with Tyler C., publicly, basically, because there was a bunch of paparazzi photos, and then he started hooking up with Gigi Hadid like, the next weekend. So, girl's been going through things. Mm -hmm. And then, apparently, it was also her birthday. (laughs) That she was being spent being peddled by these fucking producers to be on this goddamn show where she probably just wanted to drink and rest her sore feet because she was dancing. Didn't you tell us last night, too, that, like, she had had a really bad day on, like, Dancing with the Stars, like, allegedly had a really bad day, and, like, if you've been, like, watching her Instagram, like, as she was competing, she got, like, really emotional, like, that girl, like, if you, if you've been watching her, like, on TV, like, you know that she is, like, really, really self-conscious she's very hard on herself she comes from a pageant world where like if she doesn't do well she takes it like very personally and like beats herself up about it and so like jenna was telling us last night that like it was rumored that she had like a really bad day on set at dancing with the stars and then had to come over and do this and then was just like watching her ex with like nine beautiful women there's obviously still fucking feelings there like regardless of whether like she does anything about those feelings like there's feel there's gonna be feelings there like we all have feelings about our exes dating other people like regardless of whether the relationship was good or bad or whatever like that's a human response especially so so recent after it you know like that's not this is not mm -hmm. enough time not enough time at all so she's like in the green room crying and peter comes back and um (laughs) and uh you wrote a note you're like this is her joker origin story i love it (laughs) so tragic well it's because like if you watch the episode like okay you can tell that she is no longer she no longer has a professional makeup artist on the bachelor staff um because hannah cries a lot i respect it i'm here for it hannah when she cried during her season had no makeup smudges ever 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 Hannah, within 30 seconds of crying on this show, had a full face of Joker makeup. Yeah. And I'm not doing this to roast her. It is just true. It was just really tragic. Like, they should have, I mean, I want to say they should have, like, helped her. But the thing is, they probably did it on purpose. Like. Honestly, I would like to say that Peter is a garbage monster. Oh. um, Because... He is not the kind of person that will tell you when you have shit in your teeth or like some like food on your face or seven inches of mascara under your eyeballs. Yeah. Like you like you're going to hug me as my ex, but you're not going to like wipe this shit off while I'm on television. You could have just done a little wipey wipe. It would have been it would have been so cute. Or just. Or just, like, gotten a little, like, makeup wipe. Yeah. I know they're there. I know they're there. Oh, God, I'm not God. stupid. Um, so, like, there's this, like, really long conversation. Um, 
I wrote down almost word for word yeah. everything that was said. Wow. And I took, the thing is, this was only like 15 minutes, but um, the gist of it is that Hannah is like, I'm really happy for you. I'm just feeling a lot of things. Totally natural. They've been broken up for zero seconds. And um, Peter is like, basically the conversation is like, Hannah says a thing trying to be supportive. Peter's like, okay, but do you like me? <laughs> like, do you like me still? Like, what were your feelings when you came to the mansion? How do you feel now? And she's just like, I feel like shit. Um, and Peter's just like, part of me hoped that like when you came to the mansion that you were coming back t- for me, like I, I like, I wanted you to be there. And then I like realized that was unrealistic. Um, um, and Hannah's just like, I've been questioning a lot of things. And then Peter brings up the whole, like after the final rose thing where Hannah was, Hannah asked Tyler out. He said, yes, they basically went and fucked. And then he was like, peace out. Like, I'm going to support you publicly, but not, I, we're not going to date. He's like, I don't, because- I don't want to be somebody's third option. And it was hard because yeah. I found out that you moved out move 20 minutes away from where i live oh man that's brutal oh horrible um and then he they're both sort you can tell they're both like really emotional hannah's like weeping and he's like this is insane but what would you say if i asked you to come be a part of the house and she's like i mean maybe there's a lot that means no, right? Yeah. I mean, it means that she would she wants to, or I don't know. You're right. Because, like, if she wanted to, I guess she could just say yes. I don't know. It's hard to say. And I think we were talking about this last night, and just, like, the timing of, like, the filming wouldn't have worked with her schedule on yeah. dancing. Yeah. So, like, I think she literally can't. And I don't know if this is being done for, like, dramatic effect or if they're it's hard to tell because it seems real but none of the show is real I know. part of me is like in some ways like if it if he kind of just sprung that on her that's kind of it's sad like it's fucked like because she knows she can't say yes but he she probably didn't expect him to like ask her you know and now yeah, he's like, like oh god like i wish i could like i kind of want to but i know i can't like that would be really hard yeah i wonder if this was like a producer nudge because she knows contractually she can't and like for him like i wonder if like one of his producers was like talking to him and just being like hey like what if you like how do you feel about hannah still like what if she could come back and then she comes back again like within like 36 hours or whatever oh yeah Um, i feel like they could make it happen if they wanted to and like that would be but then we would find out she would have been removed from the show, the spoilers, ah, whatever. I don't know. Um, and then, so, like, Peter asks it. He is, like, I think that Peter's trying to get, like, the closure that he, like, never got to get. Because I, I'm i trying to think. Like, I feel like only, like, the... I feel like the third person doesn't ever get a talk to the lead um they 
they don't usually, I think they did on this one though, because it was such a wild fucking craziness with like Jed and everything and people really hated him. So they, if you remember that finale, they really, they brought out Peter and they brought out Tyler because they really wanted to like. Oh, I don't remember that, I guess. But Uh, yeah, it's, he didn't get much closure. And like, here's the thing I've heard from many um, bachelor at, leads i think you've heard them on the podcast too where often they will send their like second favorite person home on the third one because they don't want to put the person they like really genuinely are struggling with like that they really love to put them through meeting the family and going through the engagement like you know thing the proposal platform and so i like i think it all it all really tracks that she clearly really really liked peter because like she sent him home third so that he didn't have to go through that and so that's why it's probably shocking to him because she's telling him on the show last night she's like i thought it was gonna be you and jed at the end like i legitimately thought you were gonna meet my family and peter's like what you never told me that like that's not at all what i thought was happening and so that's that's pretty fucking brutal oof Mm mm-hmm And then she talks about, like, one of the things that I, like, really liked about their conversation um, after he said, like, you never told me that, she was like, I don't think I wanted to change my mind about Jed because it was comfortable. And what I took that to mean was that, like, she, like, this is the kind of relationship that she is used to having. And so it just felt normal middle of the road it wasn't like challenging and it ended up being like the same kind of thing that she has had in the past which which stinks it stinks but also i would hope that maybe in some ways it does give peter a little closure it gives me a little closure to know that that is like what was happening because like i kind of suspected that was the case with her and with or with jed and with puke p and, like, she was just really going into this old school or this, like, her her old ways. And I think when you find that out about an ex and you're like, oh, this makes sense because they did X, Y, and Z because of their previous history. Like, that can be closure because you're like, okay, it wasn't me. You know? Like, Peter watching the show saying, I swear to you, I remember I was at my aunt's house watching that last live episode, and I told my parents, if she wants to try this again, I'm 100% on board, and my heart 100% sank when you asked Tyler out. Like, it's nothing against Tyler. I love Tyler, but that hurts. And she was just like, he reached out, and you didn't, and I didn't know whether to reach out to you, because like I was the person that hurt you, basically. So sweet. I thought you wanted to be the bachelor. And like when I walked out to meet you, because producers did that, I just felt a lot more feelings than I thought I was going to feel. Like I didn't know there was going to be a spark or whatever. Oh, and it's- God. It's so hard. <laughs> I was really, it was, this is so emotional. I, I mean, it made it all worth it a little bit. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's like, this is, this is. This is way more compelling than previous times when they've brought in, in other mm-hmm. people. And so kudos to fucking kudos to the, the producers, even though I hate them. Like this was very compelling TV. And they also were breaking down like the fourth wall in a lot of ways. Cause she's like, I thought you wanted to be the bachelor. So I didn't want to fuck with you. It was like, it's amazing because like if she knew that Tyler wanted to be the bachelor, she wouldn't have fucked with him because a lot of people were talking about how he got, he didn't get the, the lead 
because he was fucking Hannah and other women. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. But um, it's just kind of funny because it just breaks down that wall and you just kind of see behind the curtain. You're like, oh shit, these are the things Mm -hmm. that these people are thinking about. And uh, I kind of like when that happens because it's like, yes, Um, it all makes sense. Um, basically I think that's kind of it. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, he, he kind of like was like, do you maybe want to come into the house? And she says, maybe, I don't know. And then they cut to um, a preview for the next episode where they're sitting like closer to each other and they look like they're going to kiss. And, um, oh, Peter talks about how he really wants to kiss her in general. He does it like a, uh, to the camera conversation and he's like, I just fucking, like, when I see her, I just want to, like, not stop, like, I don't want to stop looking at her, and I just want to kiss her, and oh my god, I just want somebody to love me like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Oh my god. We are a mess. But it, no, I think it's, like, this is an interesting one, because, like, it's like having an ex come in that you're, like, clearly not over, and that you care about, and who cares about you, and you're just, like, wondering, like, is this just, like, a comfort thing? Or is it because, like, we're genuinely supposed to be together? And then he's just, like, feeling guilty because he has, like, this group of, like, amazing women that, like, literally, like, gave up, like, their lives yeah. to, like, meet him for, like, an opportunity. Um, oh, God. Yeah. That is... Oh, when you put it that way, I can definitely understand the frustrations of the other ladies, mm-hmm. like, pretty, pretty well. Ugh. I totally understand the frustrations of the other ladies, and I also understand Peter's frustrations with Hannah because she doesn't know either. Like, at this point, she doesn't know what she wants. And she's like, at least from what I can tell from this conversation that they had, she's just like, I don't know if I can, like, I want this, but I don't know. Ugh. And... It's it's yucky. It's hard. It's hard, it, but it, but compelling. And again, tip of the hat to y'all. You got us. You got us in episode one. Fucking hate you. Got him. <laughs> got him. They got us. We, I feel like I'm gonna just like put some clown makeup on. Like they got me. Hello. <laughs> oh my god. You know, there's a clown filter on Instagram. Yeah, my new favorite thing is watching TikTok videos. Um, I joined TikTok if anyone's on TikTok and they want to follow me. It's Jenna with a smile. Um, and I love seeing these videos of women. They'll just be looking at the camera and they're just talking very casually like, oh, so here's the story. And they're just painting clown makeup on themselves yeah. as they like tell a story about how they like just totally played themselves. And it's really fun. You know what? Congratulations for being the... Only 30-year-old on TikTok. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> clink, clink. Clink, clink. Um, <laughs> it's true. Actually, there's a good portion of um, 30-something lesbians on there um, who are all so fucking hot. But for the most part, it is, like, younger people for sure. But I've definitely mm-hmm. – I've it's almost like starting a new social media where I've liked the right type of video since it's new to me, where now I only exclusively get pretty much queer content. I get like tons of trans TikTok videos, all these like amazing lesbians. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, 
I've actually made the algorithm like work for me for some reason. So anyway, it's pretty, pretty impressive. So thank you for finally showing me your tips. Oh yeah. There's my boobies. Um, (laughs) You raised me up. Um, So again, everybody so sorry for us both being sick, but we really wanted to give you um, a podcast because we love you and we have such loyal like fans and I think it's important to get the content out. Even if we, you know, sound like horse shit, we do apologize. I, we, a hundred percent promise it'll sound way better next week. Um, mm-hmm. and also I'm looking to get a new apartment in the next couple weeks and my, my sound system will be better. Um, so please don't fucking come at us and write me a bad review. Cause I will, I will scream cry. Um, just don't do it. Okay. But speaking of, the thing is neither of us can scream. So like, yeah, don't, don't, don't hurt us while we're vulnerable. Don't do Thank it. Y'all. We did get some really great reviews recently on iTunes. I don't have them pulled up right now, but like they made me kind of like kind of cry cause it was really sweet. Y'all like really are out here just like spreading the love. And you guys like that word, like these two weird queer, I don't know fucking weirdos that just have strange opinions and uh i like that everyone likes it so thank you thank you yeah we appreciate it yeah we do shout out to all the weirdo queerdos um and again make sure you're following us on all the social media platforms and that you're subscribed to us tell a friend about us don't tell them about this episode i guess because it sounds like Oh, it's garbage. It's fine. But we're waiting. No, I think we did our best. We did our best. Next week will be good. Um, um, mm, oh, the 27th is my birthday. Oh, shit, yes. And I have requested one Mike Johnson cameo. Yes, yes. So, if you feel so inclined, uh, DM the podcast page. Yeah. And Donate. Jenna will uh, give you her Venmo. Yeah. And if people don't give you money, you have to do it by yourself. I'm sorry. No, it's so funny. That's why I'm looking at you weird right now because I already have been planning doing it. <laughs> I know, but but we haven't done it yet though. So I do, I do, I'm grateful that you brought it up because if anyone does want to help support this endeavor, um, when I had my birthday in August, Danica got me one from Nick and it was like the highlight of my fucking life. And we had a couple of listeners actually donate money to the cause. So mm-hmm. um, I think, hey, in kind, if you want to donate money for us to get Mike Johnson to talk about his teeth and Danica, it's going to be amazing. Um, I'm very excited. Uh, my goal is to make Mike Johnson block me on Instagram. <laughs> We're so close, y'all. We're fucking so close. <laughs> he knows about us. He fucking knows about us. He, I know. he has commented on our shit before and he's going to block us and probably file a restraining order. Um, but that's okay. So we'll just go from there. Um, make sure you're also following So Below Media. They're great. The podcast network we're on. We have other awesome podcasts. Yes. So take a listen to them. Um, they'll be in our show notes. And I just realized this too. I was talking about, I was saying there's also option to like tip, um, sorry, to tip Danica and I, if you feel so inclined. Um, I don't blame you if you don't want to tip us after this episode, but <laughs> in the future. No, just... You guys, just the tip. Just the tip. Right, exactly. And we'll just vomit on your money dick. I don't know what that's about. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Jenna will vomit on your money dick. I because, will. Um, 
I can't. I can't hang. I love it. <laughs> you can. You can hang, girl. We're good. Somebody has to like massage the balls. So <laughs> I'm not sure why. That- That's not me either. I'm just gonna. Uh, is there a is there a role for the a screamer or something? Yeah. Yeah. You, okay, yeah. I can do that. You just sit in the chair in the corner and scream. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well. If that's anybody's fetish, please send me money now. <laughs> okay, on that note, everybody have a great night. And we'll see you again next week for week two of the 24th season of The Bachelor on ABC. Bye, bitches. Bye. Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are DateCardPod. On Twitter, we are DateCardPodcast. You can email us at DateCardThePodcast at gmail. And make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at DrunkFeminist on Instagram. And Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, Leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight. When you are ready. Hello, my name is Kaya. And I'm Marissa. And this is Well, Well, Why Not? Not. Join us every Monday as we discuss movies, science, technology, history. Sometimes I think about all the different things we talk about. And they're not even categories. Because you know what? We're geeky. We're nerdy. So like every millennial, we started a podcast. Because that's what we need. More podcasts. Absolutely. Join us every Monday and listen to Well, Why Not? A podcast because. Just because. Just just really because we had this microphone. Well, why not? <laughs> For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.